Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 37 verses 1 through 21. Don't get upset over evildoers. Don't be jealous of those who do wrong, because they will fade fast like grass. They will wither like green vegetables. Trust the Lord and do good. Live in the land and farm faithfulness. Enjoy the Lord, and he will give what, give what your heart asks. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust him. He will act and will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, your justice like high noon. Be still before the Lord and wait for him. Don't be upset when someone gets ahead, someone who invents evil schemes. Let go of anger and leave rage behind. Don't get upset. It will only lead to evil because evildoers will be eliminated. But those who hope in the Lord, they will possess the land. In just a little while, the wicked won't exist. If you go looking around their place, they won't be there. But the weak will inherit the land. They will enjoy a surplus of peace. The wicked plot against the righteous, grinding their teeth at them. But the Lord just laughs at them because he knows that their day is coming. The wicked draw their swords and bend their bows to bring down the weak and the needy, to slaughter those whose way is right. But the sword of the wicked will enter their own hearts. Their bows will be broken. Better is the little that the righteous have than the overabundant wealth of the wicked. The arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord supports the righteous. The Lord is intimately acquainted with the lives of the blameless. Their heritage will last forever. They won't be ashamed in troubling times, and in a period of famine, they will eat their fill. But the wicked will die. The Lord's enemies will disappear, disappear like the beauty of a meadow in smoke. The wicked borrow and don't pay it back, but the righteous are generous and giving. Those blessed by God will possess the land, but those cursed by God will be cut off. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Daniel, chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. At that time, Michael, the great leader who guards your people, will take his stand. It will be a difficult time. Nothing like it has ever happened since nations first appeared. But at that time, every one of your people who is found written in the scroll will be rescued. Many of those who sleep in the dusty land will wake up, some to eternal life, others to shame, and eternal disgrace. Those skilled in wisdom will shine like the sky. Those who lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever and always. Today's New Testament reading comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. Are we starting to commend ourselves again? We don't need letters of introduction to you or from you like other people, do we? You are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everyone. You show that you are Christ's letter, delivered by us. You weren't written with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. You weren't written on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. This is the confidence that we have through Christ in the presence of God. It isn't that we ourselves are qualified to claim that anything came from us. No, our qualification is from God. He has qualified us as ministers of a new covenant, not based on what is written, but on the Spirit, because what is written kills, but the Spirit gives life. The ministry that brought death 
was carved in letters on stone tablets. It came with such glory that the Israelites couldn't look for long at Moses' face because his face was shining with glory, even though it was a fading glory. Won't the ministry of the Spirit be much more glorious? If the ministry that brought condemnation has glory, how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness? In fact, what was glorious isn't glorious now, because of the glory that is brighter. If the glory that fades away was glorious, how much more glorious is the one that lasts? So, since we have such a hope, we act with a great confidence. We aren't like Moses who used to put a veil over his face so that the Israelites couldn't watch the end of what was fading away. But their minds were closed. Right up to the present day, the same veil remains when the Old Covenant is read. The veil is not removed because it is taken away by Christ. Even today, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But whenever someone turns back to the Lord, the veil is removed. The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Lord's Spirit is, there is freedom. All of us are looking with unveiled faces at the glory of the Lord as if we were looking in a mirror. We are being transformed into that same image from one degree of glory to the next degree of glory. This comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 16, verses 1 through 9. Jesus also said to the disciples, A certain rich man heard that his household manager was wasting his estate. He called the manager in and said to him, What is this I hear about you? Give me a report of your administration, because you can no longer serve as my manager. The household manager said to himself, What will I do now that my master is firing me as his manager? I'm not strong enough to dig and too proud to beg. I know what I'll do so that when I'm removed from my management position, people will welcome me into their house. One by one, the manager sent for each person who owed his master money. He said to the first, how much do you owe my master? He said, 900 gallons of olive oil. The manager said to him, take your contract, sit down quickly and write 450 gallons. Then the manager said to another, how much do you owe? He said, 1,000 bushels of wheat. He said, take your contract and write 800. The master commended the dishonest manager because he acted cleverly. People who belong to this world are more clever in dealing with their peers than are people who belong to the light. I tell you, use worldly wealth to make friends for yourselves so that when it's gone, you will be welcomed into eternal homes. Oh, that I may bow down at 
setting your feet all I had to offer all I had to give you everything I lay here at your feet let my sacrifices let my heart of worship let the praise I lay here at your feet be a holy fragrance in this sanctuary. Only you are worthy of my praise. I worship. I worship. Apostles' Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes all the way back to Latin Christianity in the 4th century and has been used by Christians in that Western tradition ever since. It is a reflection of the Christian faith in God, Jesus, the Spirit, and our hope in the future and in the Church, and is something that we will be repeating together. Let's now state that shared faith together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, 
born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried, he descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from the end of Psalm 37. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their refuge in times of trouble. The Lord will help them and rescue them, rescue them from the wicked, and he will save them because they have taken refuge in him. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was At Your Feet, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. 
Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.